and we would like to welcome you back, back once again to another episode of the Ashholes Live Unfiltered Cigar Radio Podcast. Another exciting week. Hey, another. everybody. Good very, to see you back. Very exciting. I'm Derek. I'm Dan. I'm Oliver. Just in case you forgot, mm. we wanted to remind you. All right. But we are back. We are in style for the most part. At least I hope so. We don't have any female viewers yet. <laughs> but we'll get there. My, mine's, well, mine's more of a recycled style because I like to wear the same sweater almost every week. See, you know, I, I, I totally feel you on that because I, I see you wear the same, you know, kind of clothing often. You have the collared button-down button shirt down. with the sweater over it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you roll up the sleeves and, you know, look like a, a soccer dad. And that's totally cool. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I have, a, I have a cycle of three different T-shirts that I wear. Uh, from Walmart that I really yep. like. This one. I like I, that one. Well, I haven't worn this one in years. I got it a while ago up at the Shipyard Brewery in Portland, Maine. Yeah, hold So I was, uh, I was running late this morning, and I, I totally forgot that I wanted to grab a shirt to change into for the show. And I saw this, ripped it off, and I wasn't sure if it was going to fit or not. It's a little snug, but <laughs> it's working out. That's it's working good. out. That's good. So how are you guys doing this week? Fantastic. Again. Yeah, you were just up in uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, I just, just landed um, a couple hours ago. Yeah. And drove up, but I was in Chicago, as I mentioned, for, uh, for United Cigars. We did, uh, did a great event over at Casa de Monte Cristo and um, went to visit a, a couple of accounts and spent a couple days there, but it was, uh, it was beautiful. Nice. Absolute, nice. Absolutely loved city, it. Yeah. I, left, I left my heart in Chicago. That's a famous song. <laughs> That's you get a fact check? No? Fact check? Uh, <laughs> Don't ask me. Is it not Chicago? I'm the no, wrong guy to ask that. But I did. I left my heart in, in Chicago because that is just a beautiful, beautiful city. But it was freezing. Mm. Today I left, it was seven degrees. Seven? So, seven. So when I landed in Boston, everyone's in jackets, bundled up. I walked out. <laughs> I, I could have been in shorts. <laughs> oh, man. And in my jacket, it felt, it felt good. It was 49 degrees. That was, that was easy after a couple days in Chicago. Yeah. So, but it uh, it is a beautiful city. The architecture, it's gorgeous. Yeah, oh, yeah, the architecture. I absolutely love it. I have only been there once, and it was for a layover. So I only got to see the airport. For <laughs> it's a nice airport. Yeah, yeah, it is a nice court. airport. Yeah. Well, you see, the thing with me when can I can you fly, really say you've been to Chicago if you've just been in the airport? Well, it depends. It depends. Eh, not really, because you you didn't you get could, to see the you city. You could. You were there. Yeah, but you're not saying you saw the city. You're I just did, saying I, did. I was right. in Chicago. I saw paintings of the city in the airport, mm-hmm. which is close enough, I guess. You, you know what's nice when you, if we're talking about being in an airport, can you say you're in the city? If you go to Las Vegas and you're in the airport, you can gamble. Yeah. Mm. So really, so, that's kind of it's same thing. You really didn't. Won't when even you have say, to leave. you know, oh, I've been to Boston, and when really you've just been to Logan. There's, there's a big difference, don't you think? You've been in the. There's a difference between saying it, it, I've been in that in general the, geographic area in a building that I never actually exited, so I can see anything. But I right, was there. Right. If, yeah. <laughs> if we want to strip down the layers, yeah. I mean, yeah. but but technically, geographically technically, speaking, you, you were, were inside. In, the, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you I, were at O'Hare, right? I, O'Hare. I, I think I was at O'Hare, but I think that I think it should be that if you set foot on pavement outside of the airport, you can say that you've been in that city. So with that guideline that I just set in place for no apparent reason, I have not been to Chicago. It's starting to sound like the FDA. But I have guidelines with no apparent reason. (laughs) I have been to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. If we're talking, you step outside of the airport because we had landed one day 
and our other connecting flight was just about to take off. We didn't even go into the airport off of the plane. We jumped on this little golf cart thing, and they whisked us to the next plane. Wow. It was really, really odd. Whisk. And then we lost our luggage. That's a big airport. It is a big airport. It's a very large airport. From what I hear. Mm. <laughs> so, Derek, tell us, what is it that we are smoking today? So, today we are smoking the Hammer and Sickle Moscow City. And mm-hmm. Oliver, I believe, has uh, a bunch of information. Yeah, a little, little, little breakdown. But it is, uh, it's rolled in the, in the Dominican. Um, so, it has a, a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Mm-hmm. And they take their time. But it's a, it's a Maduro. It's a darker wrapper. So, they do take their time to... Uh, to to ferment this particular leaf, mm-hmm. uh, not as widely used as a typical broadleaf, but it's uh, it is a beautiful broadleaf um, because the the broadleafs do have a tendency to be a little little rough mm-hmm. at times. But um, it does have yep. a, a Connecticut broadleaf and a Dominican filler, Dominican binder, uh, rolled out of the uh, Tabadam factory, a uh, very famous factory, and um, we are smoking today the uh, the double X or the Robusto, robusto extra, extra right? Robusto extra. Because they have three sizes and they're all robusto. I actually so they have a double robusto, robusto extra, and petite. Yeah, I think I robusto. ended up getting the double robusto. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're smoking. Oh, not robusto. Oh extra. No, 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 no. This is the robusto extra. You're yeah, smoking this is yeah. the double robusto extra. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I see how this. Is. I see you, how did, this is. you didn't get the memo. <laughs> Where the memo go? <laughs> That's all right. You know, I've smoked all three sizes, and it's all the, the same blend. It's the all difference, the same, yeah. I, the, I'm telling. I think that the only one that has a difference in flavor, as opposed to the one that I'm smoking and the one that you you guys are smoking, is the Petit Robusto. I think has mm-hmm. a little bit more power than these two do. Yeah. I think that these two are far more similar than it is to the short Robusto. Right. Yes. And being that size, they're still using a blend of, of Dominican, um, but it just packs a little bit more punch being a smaller, shorter yeah, size. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it You'd is, expect uh, that to happen. Yeah. yeah. But looking at the blend, I, I guess the Connecticut Broadleaf leans more towards a fuller-bodied cigar, but then when you say it's rolled in the Dominican, Dominican tobacco – People sometimes feel as though that's going to be a milder cigar, right? But this one is definitely on the medium to full yeah. side. Yeah, medium, medium plus. And I, I love the packaging. We talked. I think we touched mm, on yeah. it last week, right? <laughs> yeah. They yeah, make some of the best packaging it. in the industry, right? Right. Easily. We we talked about the 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 box being dropped five feet up in the air. Yeah, it could, it could kill, kill yeah. someone. These come yeah. in this steel but box, pewter, pewter box, pewter, and uh, you know with the you know, Moscow City, you know, uh, reliefed onto the front. And St. Uh, Basil just, Cathedral. And then that mm-hmm. comes in this, you know, real strong, you know, cardboard. You know, I mean, somebody leaves with one of these things. Right. And it's like handing them 10 pounds of, you know, there's like six ounces of tobacco in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, just, you know guy, but, a guy got a couple boxes today. I asked him if he needed a forklift to get back to his car. Yeah, he right. was like, I, you know, 70 years really old. Do you need some help with these? Need yeah. assistance you could with pull that. Your, you could pull a muscle carrying a, these things. Along with the, the Berlin walls, are very heavy. Oh, yeah, heavy the Berlin wall. That, yeah, with the marble. But they're beautiful. They're yeah, beautiful. The packaging is very unique. I have a quick funny story about that marble box that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that those cigars come in. And uh, a coworker of mine, Big Jim, uh, his son had a pet. Oh. I, I want to say it was. It wasn't an iguana. iguana? No, what, no, it wasn't an iguana. I think it was a fish. It had to have been a fish. I was way off. And uh, so his son was really, really upset. And you know, of course, Jim Bean, the dad that he is, wanted to you know provide the fish a proper burial for his son. Mm-hmm. So he 
grabbed one of those hammer and sickle Berlin Wall boxes, <laughs> and he made it into a casket <laughs> for the fish. Yeah. And they buried it, which That's is great. pretty cool. It's a multi You could put human ashes in one of those, and it would be you really could, nice. You could. You could, you could, you know, if you were really that box big will, and, and that fan. box will be could there. and should. The fish are might not, not the be same there. people. The fish and I might not be there as the years pass by. Right, but that box it ain't going away. Forever. No, that's not going. Yeah. It's not yeah. going away. But it, um, but I, I do, you know, I've I've smoked a couple of these as well, um, and it wasn't. I was having troubles going back to it, mm-hmm. mm. but I the last few I. Did enjoy and this yeah. one, um, you know, it's starting again. I think I just sit here with you guys and something tastes good. I have to get past that. Isn't that a great effect? I hope that happens to the our, our two audience members too, because mm. I just wanted to let everybody know on Facebook Live, YouTube, Podbean, and iTunes that we do have two real people sitting in here. We do watching this that are not relatives that, that have, not, yeah, and they've come back. This isn't and their first yeah, show. It's not yeah. like they just stumbled up here. No, they, this is they, they've actually come back. I think they've been coming here for this is probably the fifth week straight that they've been here. Yeah. Well, Walter, we're on the fifth show. Walter, we have Walt, to check his scout, schedule yeah. because he's, he's missed I think he was out last week. And, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And, and so, so with these guys, so we, so something came up, uh, your question came up, but when do we light up? We're, we're limited right now to an hour show. Right. Yep. Um, so we, we turn Facebook on, and what, we'll, what we're thinking of doing, right, is maybe lighting up for the Facebook audience, for our live audience, because we light up, light up with them a couple minutes before the show so that we can get through the cigar in time. As, as fast as I might have been smoking the last few episodes, mm-hmm. yep. you know, we still want to get that, to that end so we have a full review on it. Or, right. you know what? Dan and I could light up five minutes before the show actually starts right. on Facebook Live, so you that by the time minutes, right? By the time we actually right. start the show, we would be caught up with you, and I think that could work. That's, that's now, the awesome. the other thing about this, I think there's an, uh, another leaf of broadleaf in this cigar rolled in with the blend. I I've, did did we talk uh, about that? Because I have a bad habit of just not paying attention. Can we get a fact check? Fact check on that? Yeah, we're gonna have to fact check on that. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is pretty cool. And uh, I was actually talking with uh, with the rep last night from Hammer and Sickle, Eric Wentworth. Eric. Uh, yeah, he was in store. He was doing Good an dude. event. And, uh, oh, wicked cool dude. He, uh, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a smart guy. And uh, he was telling me that one of their other blends uses a little bit of German tobacco, huh. which is interesting. Right. Mm. Because the only time I've ever really heard of German tobacco being used in anything, it was for cigarettes back in World War II. Right. And I don't know if they're still making those cigarettes, but... I just found that pretty interesting. Mm. You never think uh, German tobacco would be used in a no. cigar. Yeah. No. Maybe some dry cured cigars, but I, I, I don't think I've smoked German tobacco. No, and he says that they can't use a lot of it because they keep the flower of the plant uh, on it. So it okay. takes a lot of the nutrients, the, so they can only use the top priming. Right. Mm. Interesting stuff. That's Yeah. So I came across a box, and I think I mentioned it before, where I – I would, I would collect vintage boxes from the 30s, 40s, mm. before and after, give or take a decade. I bought a box, not, no, no design on the outside. It was a plain box. It had a stamp, but I picked it up. It had, the, it had a, a, a German stamp on it with the embossing of the Nazi swastika. Really? Right on, right on, the, right on the stamp. Me pulling a Geraldo Rivera... 
<laughs> I decided I'm going to cut right through the stamp because I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. I was so excited to get this box. I cut right through the stamp. Yep. The cigars on the inside were I mean, fine, brutal, brutal um, construction, mm-hmm. no ban on them, no artwork, but they, these were used for uh, the soldiers hmm. from what I was, I was told in the research. But the value of that box was probably was in that band? stamp. Oh, yeah. Stamp. Oh, absolutely. I caught right there, and I looked at it. I remember sitting down, and I, I, I noticed, and I looked closer. I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, people collect that stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen yeah. people mm-hmm. collecting yeah. spoons yeah. with the mm-hmm. uh, Nazi symbol on it and a bunch of plates. Oh, yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it, for some strange reason, collectible. And I guess I can see it. It's old. Mm. It's part of history. Part of history, yeah. Yep. You know, for history buffs and everything like that. And I think we actually may have just gained two more audience members. I'm not sure they just walked in. Were you guys here for the show? Look, I, I was hoping you'd say yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the no, assholes. Which... <laughs> <laughs> now you yeah, make, you make you. them feel bad. They were looking for Long John Silver, which is down the, down the street. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, this, we have no food here. Right, nothing. We're yeah. not allowed can't, to. We can't offer you anything. No. Sorry. No. Yeah. No, feel we, free to have a seat, though, and listen to this we crap show. The only thing know? we can offer is one hour of wasted time. I know. That's what, that's we, what we can give you. We can guarantee you that you will waste, <laughs> your, waste an hour of your yes. life watching this <laughs> yeah. show. You, yeah, that, that's all right. Uh, as a friend of mine said, you can't get it back. Now, uh, having said that, what did you smoke this week, Holler? Mm. So I had never tried uh, this particular cigar, the M. Bombay. The M. Bombay. I, I have. Have you? I have. I wanted to try it because we, as, as you guys know, some may not know, the, the Byron, Nelson Alfonso, mm-hmm. uh, the Byron Atabay Bandolero lines, he shuts down a factory in Costa Rica. Out of that factory, is it, it, the, the M. Bombay is also rolled. Mm-hmm. So he's, he has a relationship with them. I wanted to, to, to try it because it, they use a Peruvian tobacco, mm-hmm. which Nelson does in, in some of his uh, lines, in the, the Bandolero. Yeah. Uh, and in, in a couple of the sizes of the Byron. So I, I wanted to go out and try it. I'm not a, a huge fan of Peruvian tobacco. For me, it just, okay. it leaves, it's almost like, uh, it, it hits the back of the throat, but it's like a little, like, like when you're sick, there's a little drip. So there's something about Peruvian tobacco, it, it gives a little bitterness. But in some of the, the Byron lines, it, it, it balances out the way he, he blends it. Right. On the Bandolero, the package two, there are only a couple sizes that I can, I can, I want to say tolerate, right? Mm-hmm. But the Mbombe, I grabbed the Corojo Oscuro Gordo, which is a four and a half by 50, uh, Ecuadorian wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, Ecuadorian filler, but it also uses Dominican and Peruvian. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I picked it up. Uh, so I picked it up while I was in Chicago at mm-hmm. uh, Humidors of Westmont. Um, great location. And at that location, too, he was one of the first Davidoff lounges. He actually pitched the idea to Davidoff. Mm. Um, so beautiful lounge, but a large spot, great cigar. I was picking up, and I think this is the Peruvian part. I was picking up a little cherry jello. Cherry jello. You know cherry. cherry you, know, you know. You know when you, you have the most when, when interesting have, way of expressing. When, when well, well, when you taste it, you might you might pick it up because when you know when you boil the water, you put it in the bowl, and then yeah. you add that cherry yeah. dry powder, and some of that powder comes up. The smell, that little gelatinous cherry smell hits the back of your throat that's what i was getting so i enjoyed it that's <laughs> i like that, that smell well, cherry at the back of it, my throat it was fantastic mm. if you liked it you, <laughs> if you liked the cherry kind of 
whatever that you were getting out of that ain't been more power to you. Exactly. You know? <laughs> All right. I, 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 did, don't, I don't know if they'll ever use that. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. But I, I remember smoking it. I never see it again. Now, it is pronounced M. Bombay, right? There's an M in front of it. It's Bombay. It might just be Bombay. Because I, I, I thought it was either going to be M. Bombay. Because I've never heard anyone other than my own brain saying what I thought it sounded mm, like. Bombay. Bombay. That's what I thought it was. Bombay. You yeah, got to yeah. make the M sound first. I don't know why. But anyway, I smoked it. I really enjoyed it. Nice, yeah. rich, sweet kind of. Medium plus in body. Medium plus, absolutely. I dig yep. it. Mm. But I that little sweet, it. you know, it depends. They have, they have a few different lines. Um, so it depends on which one, which one you smoked if you didn't pick up that, uh, that cherry jello. Right. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was, it was good. And I smoked it. Yeah, I smoked it while I was there. Um, and, um, yeah, I'd like to try a couple more. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I had yesterday, I had a, uh, somebody recommended a, a Lito Gomez um, – Lusitano, 2009, to mm. me. And I've never had one of those. So I, I uh, picked one up, smoked it, and it was a great, very interesting cigar. You know, this is, this is a cigar made by um, La Flor Dominicana, and it's made from all tobacco that they grow right. on their farm. And um, it, was, it was very interesting. It was, as soon as you lit it up, you like the... the the smoke and what kind of hits your your palate is, you know, this very intense black pepper and some cedar and stuff like. I mean, to the point where you're, you're almost feeling like your nose hairs are getting singed right. with the pepper. I mean, we're talking serious. Always enjoyable. Serious pepper. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. If your sinuses are stuck, get one of these cigars. You'll be clean in just about an hour. That, but that, then, Lito's usually. Good but for then, that. but yeah. then. You know, as the finish, uh, you know, as I start tasting the finish of the cigar, hardly any pepper at all, and it was like this creamy, like buttery, right. it was like an almond butter That's, kind of yeah. finish. And it was just so different that the, the, the aroma and the, the palate were completely different. Usually with the LFD, you know, you can taste the pepper on the tongue. I really did not get any of that with this. It right. was just this very sweet, creamy, thick almond butter kind of thing. Right. And it was, it was like that pretty much all the way down. As, you, as it got down, you know, more of a cedar on the, on the cigar, the almond butter kind of, uh, that, that flavor just kind of uh, mellowed out some. But that pepper and the smoke, that was there the entire time. Burned great, burned straight, Fantastic. Great. Yeah, that, so that's glad one, for that recommendation. Right, and, that, and that's one out of their line. It's the LG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, right. yeah, yep. So that's one from their line that does. It starts out, you know, maybe more on the front end. Right. Ends more on the back end, but the body never leaves. Right. And that's a full. That's a full. Yeah. Full and and body it is. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here. I mean, the ones that can't see us, that can only hear us. I'm sitting here nodding. So I'm obviously not meant for radio or TV, but I'm, uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> you got because a face for radio. You touched up radio. Your body language is perfect for radio. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have, I have the uh, face for birth control. Just put me on a poster. And that's, <laughs> this is why you should not. Uh, okay. Yeah, just don't. But the, I usually say the, that's what my kids are for. Right, but you touched on like the <laughs> the richness, the creaminess, because mm-hmm. there there is that. There's a body to that yeah, smoke. Yeah, I mean, it draws yeah. well. It, it gives body. you a ton of ton of smoke, ton of body uh, and and flavor. But it's not necessarily on that front end. Right, but it right. Starts and out that, that, way. that contrast was just so interesting. You know, the 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 aroma and and the and the palette were just re- and it complemented each other 
but very, very different. Yep. It did not taste like it smelled at all. They're a good smoke. Mm. Which was yep. good, yeah. which was fantastic. I just wanted to touch upon the birth control. I think other people's <laughs> children. Of course you want to I touch think on the birth control. Other people's children are great birth control for me. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm the kids are kicking, screaming, yelling in the store. I don't want it. Fine. I don't right. want any of that, man. I'm just, I'm like, I'm way too laid back. I couldn't be grabbing my kid by the wrist going, oh, get over here. I couldn't be doing it. And I see other people doing it. I just, I'm like, man, I'm good for now. Just for now. But anyway. But part of that, that's, you can't blame the kid. I don't no, want to no, turn no. this to a therapy session, you but you, you blame the parents because I'm, I've seen it. And, and not that, not that my kids are heathens, so it's not like my kids are, you know, A-list, but I'll pray for you, but thank you. But when you're at the checkout counter and they're grabbing every chocolate and every gum and they're asking for it, asking for it, it's a no. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you feed into it and allow them to have it, then guess what? The next time you reach that register, it's yep. going to happen again. So that's yep. when the kicking and screaming comes. You mm-hmm. got to You got to put your foot down and say, no, flat out first thing. So it doesn't happen again. I like to put my foot right on the back of their ass. Do you? Yeah, yeah. swift kick. That stops them. Good luck with that. Okay, <laughs> what's next? That can, you, you can go away for a while for that now, I think. So what but, are we getting? What are you, we can getting go, with, you can go away for just telling your kid something negative now. Yeah. If you don't say, hey, like saying, great I like job, son. Like sticking my foot on the back of their butt. Well, it's my yeah. kid, yeah. Well, yeah, you can go You've got to set them straight. Yep. The My FDA dad used to say, oh, after I, for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had things thrown at me. I was. Yeah. My dad used to frequently threaten a swift kick in the ass. Yeah, they need then, it. Yep. The da- My my daughter, it's a little harder to do that to. A little bit? Yeah, you can't do that to girls. Well, yeah, no. Girls, you can't. No. No. So I, what see, are you tasting with this? Well, describe what you were tasting, smelling, experiencing. So far, this is. So far, I'm. Liking the cigar, it's medium to full embodied, mm-hmm. not all the way to full yet, but I do really enjoy a Connecticut Broadleaf cigar. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf is one of my favorite wrapper leaves. I think it is one of the most rich, most rich tasting <laughs> leaves that anyone could put on a cigar. You know, besides Ecuadorian Oscuro, which mm-hmm. uh, you know tops a lot of LFD Oscuro cigars. Right. Um, but right now, I'm getting a it's it's tough to describe because you are getting that rich boldness from that Connecticut broadleaf, but you are also getting the slight dryness from the Dominican blend inside that yeah. is kind of reminding me of a little bit of Davidoff-type influence with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that kind of wafting sweetness that you'll find in Dominican tobacco, like, say, from Santiago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an interesting blend. It's not something that it, this is a unique cigar for me. I don't think there's a lot of things out there like it, but I think that they did a good job with it. And so far, construction wise, I can't complain. What no, about you? Do you no. taste Jello with this? Uh, no, no Jello on this one. Construction construction wise, I'll agree with you. Um, I think the you know the wrapper it it does for for a broadleaf. It's got a you know a little bit of, of shine to it. It's mm-hmm. it's nice. It looks looks like it has a nice weight to it. Yeah. it's definitely mm-hmm. definitely has some beef. Um, right now, there's nothing that's throwing it over the top. This is, to me, this is a classic, uh, you know, Dominican Connecticut broadleaf style cigar. But I do like the, I love the draw and the amount of smoke that's that's happening. Um, but a quarter way into it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good, it's a steady, steady cigar. There's nothing that's necessarily blowing me away, but it's it's early on. Yeah, they're very they're a very consistent yeah. cigar too. They uh, mm-hmm. they tend to stay the same box to box. 
I yeah. haven't had many issues with varying kinds of construction or blend issues from these guys here, Hammer and Sickle. Uh, they tend to keep their stuff pretty top-notch in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't usually smoke this particular blend all the time. I've had it a couple of times before, and I think I'm kind of like you where, you know, I have smoked before, but there was nothing that was immediately drawing me back to it. But now that I'm sitting down and I'm really, you know, kind of thinking about it, you know, this is definitely something that is so far that I would revisit again mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But we're not done yet. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. I think they, with all their line, I haven't come across one that really throws anything off that shows that they're, they're not putting everything that they're doing on the packaging side. Um, they're putting that same effort into the rolling and the selection of their tobacco. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely go to this one again. Yeah. yeah and, yeah, you know, in, in that respect, I think there's a balancing act between the cost of your packaging and the quality of the product inside. Right. So where on that uh, balancing beam is, you know, the quality of the cigar compromised mm-hmm. by the look of the package? Mm-hmm. That's a tough question because I've seen, like we were talking last week, I've seen a lot of fancy boxes right. with crappy cigars inside. Right. Um, but I think that Hammer and Sickle has done a very good job of making that balance happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I'm noticing on yours because we, we have two different sizes. We're in the double Robusto. You're on the Robusto Extra. Your ash is a lot tighter. Thank you. Yeah. Ours, ours are flaring. <laughs> I, we have a flaring ash. A flaring Which I, ash. I think we can get pe- preparation age for that, but well, I do have a flaring ash. Yes, yes. So notice yeah, not, not as tight. Yeah, my, mine's, mine's flaking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, and I wanted to see if it was out. if it was mine, but I noticed yours is doing the same. Yep. Yeah. Yours is almost perfect. Right. I wonder why that is. Because this is this is the size that I've smoked most out of the three mm-hmm. that we have, and does that I have really, something to do with your perfect ash? I don't know. I don't know. And I haven't touched it up or anything, which, no. you know, I'm, I'm Which you do all that. the time. Right. I, and I do that all the time, and I haven't touched this once. But, yeah, I, I do notice that. It, Dan's is flaring out a Not little bit. Not necessarily on this show, though. Not, no. You haven't touched it up. No. I, any, any, really. Maybe the first show you did, but. I don't think you notice when I do it because I kind of yeah, hide. He, he does. I don't, I don't like it when people <laughs> see does. me do it. Are you a sneak retoucher? I am a sneak <clears throat> retoucher so bad. I'll go to the bathroom and retouch, yeah. you know, need be. Yeah, it's hard for me to describe the, the flavor of this. It's, it, it is very rich. It does kind of dry your mouth out. Um, and um, and so I think I'm that's like, Dominican. Like, I'm not getting that. You, you guys are getting the, the dryness, but I'm not getting any dryness, but I'm getting a lot of. Uh, like again, another another rich uh, almond, almond. almond taste, yep. Yeah, I can see almond. Yeah. Kind but of I'm like def- a roasted. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah. you're not picking up on the dryness. It's it's that yeah. Dominican. It's making it's me want. Yeah. To, no. You know, I got to reach for the coffee again. It, I'm reaching for the Snapple. Mm-hmm. Made from uh, what's this made from? The world's best stuff. Is that what they say? <laughs> yeah. That's their tagline or whatever. That I used to love Snapple, and then they changed their their blend. They did a bait and switch. Yeah. I've never been into Snapple. But I, I like Nantucket, Nantucket Nectar half and half. Really? Yeah. That's fantastic. I've that's tried really Honest Tea. That's, that's, which, that's good. It's made by Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. I hate it now. I figured you'd say that. Yeah. Good. Freaking <laughs> hipster. <laughs> but uh, anyway, before we go into the break, I'll, I'll read what the cap says. Because oh, I'm right. sure there's at least one person out of the however many that are watching right now that want to know what it says. And it says, uh, ancient Egyptians slept on headrests made of wood, ivory, or stone. 
Stone. Stone. Excuse me. Which is kind of interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. I like a real soft pillow. But that's just me. Huh. That's just me. But anyway. Oh I can see God. how that could relate to Snapple. Things we talk to on this show. Yeah. How do we get from Egyptian pillows to Snapple to... It, it's all it, it's child, all, it's all relative. You know, birth it's control. You know. Right. Well, we told you we'd waste an hour of we your did. time. We're doing a very good job. We've done 30 minutes. So far. Are you, are you like a, a clock watcher? He totally I like to keep us on clock. track, yeah. <clears throat> That's all right. Stranger Than Fiction. You ever too. see that movie? No. That's a good movie. Actually, With, yeah, I have. Yeah, Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He, yeah. He's, uh, he works for the IRS, I think. I got right. like but three he's watching. seconds. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we'll be back. Stay tuned. Please come back. Please come back. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers. How about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are. Oh, yeah. So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, 
comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, But every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back with the Ashles live mm-hmm. radio broadcast. Hi, it's the the cigar studios, the <laughs> soon to have a sponsor cigar studios of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. And we are sitting here, and yep. we are having a cigar. We're talking about it, so we'd like to welcome you back. And if you haven't checked us out on theashholes.net, be sure that you do. Yep. We are also on iTunes, Podbean. YouTube and now Facebook Live, so we'd like to say hello to our Facebook Live audience as well. Hi, doll. Right. Hello. So welcome back. But we are smoking the uh, the hammer and sickle Moscow City. Mm-hmm. Um, about halfway it, through it, right? Yeah, we're getting about halfway through. Derek a little bit further because he did. Uh, he picked the right I the right size. He picked the right size. We did say last week grab the more the Toro Robusto size, extras, yeah. right? Which is the Robusto Extra, and that's the five and five eighths by fifty four. We're smoking the double Robusto, right. so we're not necessarily halfway through. Uh, you seem to be this week smoking it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this week I seem to be the fast, yeah. the fast guy. Yep. But so, um, but yeah, let's let's get into some of the you know the good stuff, Derek. I know we do the uh, Ash Hole of the Week, so I'm excited to see what uh, what you have on the plate. Yeah, so what do you got this week's Ash Hole of the Week uh, really isn't just an Ash Hole of the Week. I would say <laughs> that this group of people are a consistent nuisance to a lot of industries out there within the United States of America. And these guys have been trying to tear down the walls of the cigar industry for so long. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? (laughs) Very good. And today I would like to announce the Ash Hole of the Week of every week for the last, I don't even know how freaking long, the United States FDA. Hmm. 
You guys suck. And I have no problem telling you that you suck because you are terrible, terrible people. Meddling in something that they shouldn't be at all. Meddling at all. They have, well, it's have, not only that they're meddling. They're doing the meddling bad. They can't even meddle right. No, they don't even know what they're doing. Confused. If you yeah. read any of the, the reports that they put out for anything that they're trying to do that's mm-hmm. against uh, cigars, pipes, and the electronic cigarettes, none of it makes sense. Right. It, they don't even know what it means. It's like they have a computer writing these things that are just throwing words together and no one knows what it's really doing. People are getting very confused with the language of some of the laws that they are trying to pass. Yeah. And it's really hurting manufacturers, especially in the countries that are well known for making c- cigars, you right. know, Nicaragua, Honduras, <coughs> the Dominican, and not only there, but <coughs> within the country as well. Right. No, the ripple effect. I don't think they they took into account the ripple effect of what they're what the, what they were trying to do, because they were, you know, if we go back to parenting, they were kind of the the parent that just came into the room because something was happening, and they said, "Go to your room." Yeah, they just threw something down. <laughs> yeah. They threw up on the table. This yeah. is what we're going to do. I have no idea what we're going to do. I I don't know why I'm mad, but I am. I'm going to figure it out. And they throw something out there that doesn't make any sense. That's only going to to, to really harm right. the industry well, let's, uh, more than, what, more than what help some, it. What are some of the specifics of, of stupid that have uh, so, earned, this, <laughs> earned them the, the ash hole of, of the century? So one of the, speci- one of the specific stupid things that they've done is really confuse people in terms of the word fiscal year because there is a big difference apparently – between the fiscal year of the United States and the federal government fiscal year. So, and that's about a difference of about, uh, I'd say, probably nine months. I don't know exactly how far apart these two things are. But uh, there were brands that had to get their paperwork filed by fiscal year uh, 2017, which you would think would be uh, October. No, sorry. Uh, was it October. No, yes, it was December. December December of 2017. The fiscal year 2017 in the federal government side of things is 2016. Really confused a lot of people when they were thinking that they had all this time to start filing these reports that they had to file Mm -hmm. in order to get their products, you know, up and reviewed and approved for the market. Mm -hmm. And... It was announced uh, uh, about a week and a half ago that, no, that's not the case. And what a lot of people thought was wrong. And now there's a lot of different brands out there that are scrambling to get their things together to make sure that everything gets through that needs to get through. Right. right. If you you look at what they were trying to do, it's kind of – go. they're going after – the vape industry, they're going after flavors, they're going after the two-pack that's sitting on the counter at the convenience store. As a cigar smoker and somebody that's in the, in the industry, their livelihood is based on cigars. I can, I can agree with what they're trying to do. Because, I, because my, 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 my kids or even family, anybody going into the store that's not of age to smoke should not be enticed to smoke because something tastes like a grape or bubblegum or cherry or anything like that. And I totally agree with you. And that is why the 
Family That's Smoking <clears throat> Prevention Act of 2009 that was signed into law by President Obama, that is what that was meant to do. Right. right. This right. is something, this is a snowball effect of what that was. Right. There is no mention in that law of cigars. It's all cigarette. It's all, you know, th- they have taken this further than that yeah, law actually a- was intended. Absolutely. And so, you know, for me, one of the, one of the, th- there are two things I'll highlight that, that are really just bizarre for me is that uh, if your cigar brand was n- not available in 2007, you now have to apply for FDA approval for your brand. And every size and every box that's a different number has to be applied for separately. Right. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars to do so. It's several years. It's the government. It's several years for them to go through things. And there's no guarantee that you're going to get it. Right. And, and, but why 2007? Why not just say... All right, starting now, you have to apply. There Why was, go back no, a year, two years, 2007? There was what? no reason. No there was reason. no reason it for was, it, other <clears throat> than the fact that this is a, what I think happened. To, the year 2007 was when the electronic cigarettes and the vapes started to appear on the market. And I think that they set that predicate date to completely eradicate all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. while they were at it, they decided to lump us in with that right, right. to destroy our industry along with that one because with the predicate date of that February of 2007, that almost completely destroys the electronic cigarette industry and takes a massive hit on ours. And that is something that I don't think should have been screwed with on our end or on anyone's end because, you know, people are trying to make a living on both sides of these different industries, which is completely ridiculous. Another thing I think that was really just totally bizarre is... If you are, I, I smoke pipes too, and um, you know you could go into your your local tobacco shop. They have some pipe stuff. They've got uh, bulk tobaccos there. <clears throat> you could, you know, uh, typically stores would, you know, take a little of this, a little of that. You know, Blind, take yeah. some Latakia, take some uh, take some uh, Virginia, put it together. Now that's called blending your own stuff. That's called manufacturing. <clears throat> that's right? called manufacturing. And you can't do that without a license anymore. And to me, it's like, no, this is not manufacturing. This is taking stuff and mixing it. There's a difference between mixing and manufacturing. I mean, that's like saying right. that when I go to my fridge and I get some ham and eggs and I get some mushrooms and onions and I mix that together into an omelet, that I am now manufacturing. And no, I'm not. I'm mixing. Right. I'm, it, it's not the same thing. But even one step further... <laughs> So that could be, if you, if you look at it, break it down, is that manufacturing? Well, you're, you're making something in a store. What's also manufacturing, if you take cigar A, B, and C, and you put that into a pack that wasn't sold that way or wasn't distributed that way by that manufacturer, that is now manufacturing in the shop as well. Right. So you can't do the gift packs. You can't nope. do, you, you can't as, I mean, when a customer comes in, they're looking for guidance, mm-hmm. right? And, and they hope that we're the, you know, somewhat of an expert or at least lead them in the right direction. Right. We can't put something together and say, you know what, for the, 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 the smoker that likes a Dominican, I'm going to put these three cigars into a pack for you so it's already assembled. It's, it's a nice gift. It's a nice set. I'm going to put that in a pack and sell it to you. You can't do that. Nope. Right. It's completely illegal. That's manufacturing. And, and you are subject to, a, I believe, a $10,000 fine or uh, 90 days in federal prison. 
which is and again absurd. you're not you are taking right. things that are legal you know i mean when you take uh, you know cigars that that you can get in the shop obviously they're there they're legally bought the taxes have been paid and all that stuff but for you to take as a as a store owner to take three or four of those put them into a bag and say here this is this is my dominican gift pack how can it. that possibly be manufacturing yep it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me no there it is it doesn't make sense to anybody there's a little bit of hope there's a little bit of hope now people are saying with how the election went right. that you know with the new leadership that things are going to change and mm-hmm. that a lot of these regulations are going to go away which is something that myself and I know a lot of other people in the industry are hoping for to happen I, i'm not you know i'm not holding my breath but no. at the same time you know it's good to wish for I mean, that. It's, you know, it's a stroke of the pen could get rid of all this it stuff. Could. But, uh, you know, this is the government we're talking about. Right. And, and everybody says that. things going into elections. And, you know, oftentimes what ends up happening is absolutely nothing. But, but could you imagine, I mean, the American dream is starting a small business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what they say. Come to America, start a small business. Could you imagine starting a business in the cigar industry in, say, 2010, even We'll go back two years, yeah. right? Because there have been plenty of cigars that have come out in the yeah. last couple of years. You're now investing everything that you own, not mm-hmm. only not only financially, but um, you know your time into a brand, traveling the country, trying to to build it, trying to do everything you can to to build this dream, and mm-hmm. then now all of a sudden it's destroyed. It's destroyed, right? Yeah. And, and can we be honest? I mean, cigars and pipes have never ever been looked at as really. Premium, geared, premium, premium cigars, cigars geared for kids. No, you no, do exactly. not see you know seventeen-year-old kids trying to get into the pipe shop to buy a four hundred and fifty Dunhill pipe, and you know that's just that's not what they do. You don't even see a kid walking into a shop because there's nothing on the outside that says uh, you know there's no dancing monkey up front. There's nothing, no right. no, no no flashy colors. Nothing. There's no reason for them to, to even walk in to want to to smoke. Right. But then again, if you pull it back to a non-premium cigar, something that does use um, like know, paper products. Or strawberry, grape kind right, of flavors, flavoring. which are gone. Right. Essentially gone already. You know, it, then that's that's what's attracting kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is something And I don't I have understand. any problem with that. I don't want to be drink, you know, smoking grape-flavored cigars. And, that's just and at the same time, unnatural and sinful. Right. You're getting Fruit Loop flavored vodka. Fruit Loop. You got to be kidding me. Right. Ah. Oh yeah, the booze. Yeah. I mean, the booze. Come on. Look, I, I would rather my 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 kids smoke a cigar as opposed to buy a bottle of booze. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. and get hooked on some flavor because I I've been there, but you know, you take the shots because it's just it's easier. That's yep. what you get, but that that's what kind of hooks you. Right. And, and leads you to, yeah, maybe getting drunk, then getting behind a wheel. Smoke Which a cigar, is, get behind a wheel. You're fine. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not healthy. I'm not saying it's, you know, hey, light up. No. But it, it's a lot healthier than a, a, a product that doesn't have 100% natural tobacco. Right. Which it's is, different. I don't, I don't have a need to smoke. I didn't get off the plane today right. and, and start shaking and jump into my car and say, I have to have a cigar. Right, right, you right. never right. see anyone standing in the rain trying to huff down a Churchill. No, you know, it no. just no. doesn't happen. Businesses, no. in fact, when I was in Chicago, a lot of the retailers they tell you that right now the business slows down, right? Because people aren't smoking outside, right? And, and it is the only business besides maybe the alcohol business that during the winter time 
it slows down significantly because people give up smoking cigars during the wintertime, up here in New England at least, because it is cold. No one wants to sit outside and freeze their asses off for a cigar. No one wants to do it. For people who think, you know, there's, there's, you know, now nicotine is in cigars. It's a natural, you know, part of the tobacco plant. But, you know, one of the things that people don't know is that it's in other things, too. I mean, there is more more nicotine in your tomato than there is in a cigar. And I don't see anybody going, oh, I have to have that tomato today. No. You know, an eggplant has, you know, more than twice as much or three times as much nicotine. Yeah, tomatoes are twice as much. And eggplant is three times as much. And, right, and, I've, and I, I'm not I'm not addicted to eggplant. No, and I, I don't, don't have to go out and have an eggplant. Right, and I don't want to say that I've given up cigars in the past, right? Because that's saying that I was addicted. Mm-hmm. I gave it up, mm-hmm. but I did stop smoking because I didn't have the opportunity to smoke as often as I do now. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, a cigar you're going to sit down and you want to enjoy it. Right, right. It's not right. something it's that, a, again, it's as a we relaxing said, relaxing thing. It's right, a aromatherapy for men. That's how I look at it. Right. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know, and I would much rather have a cigar than a tomato or an eggplant any day. Thank you. But Thank I would you. just tomato. like to say that was the ash holes tomato, of the tomato. week. The yes. United States FDA. Totally Back agree. off, guys. You're really, you're really cramping our style. But anyway, we do have a message that was sent to us through the Contact Us page of theashholes.net. Yes. And it is from a man named Andy Lancaster. And uh, I knew him from a long time ago. I, I know I was uh, telling you guys about how I used to be on the forums, like on Reddit. Right. Reddit.com slash r slash cigars. I wanted to give those guys a shout out because that's mm. really where I got my start in cigars. And uh, this is from Andy. He says, hey, guys, I'd just like to leave you a message and say that I'm really enjoying the show so far. And he's saying to me, he goes, Derek, I'm not sure if you remember me, but I sent you a couple of cigars when you were on Reddit a while ago and you did a video of him smoking one in your Jeep. Anyway, I hope you all keep up the great work and I am really enjoying the show. And he has a question. He said, a question for the group. If when you do enjoy a Cuban cigar, what is your favorite brand? Oliver. Wow. Favorite. You know, unfortunately, I don't smoke enough to say that I have a favorite, but um, out of the ones that I, I do have a few, um, the I remember the Bolivar Bellicoso Fino was a very nice, spicy, yeah. full-bodied yeah. cigar. Um, there there are some cigars, like I have a, a Kai d'Orsay that was exclusive to uh, France. Mm-hmm. That exclusive, whatever that you know, that even means. I think that's more marketing on, on there and then than not. But that's a very mild uh, cigar, and I'm I'm kind of letting that one sit because I'm I'm hoping it gets better. The Cuban tobacco does have a tendency to age better than a lot of yeah. Um, I can't even call them domestic, but a lot of the you know Nicaraguan or, or Dominican tobaccos out there. Um, but the Bolivar was one that uh, that I would go to. Um, Ramon Alones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Monte Cristo A. I remember even Monte Cristo Two. That was like yeah. a very popular side, but that, that was, was a yeah, that very was the good. Fat of the land. Yeah, yeah right. that, that was a very good cigar. But I, w- I would say, if just off the top of my head, the Boulevard. Yeah, the Boulevard Corona I, uh, mm-hmm. has been. Uh, that's one of the best Cuban cigars I've had. And, and kind of like you, I don't I don't get to smoke Cubans very much. And I'll be honest, you know, about half the Cubans I have 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 been less than stellar. You know, I I don't think they have a corner on being the best. No. cigars in the yeah. world anymore. I no. th- you know, that, I think that, and, that and used to be, and they make great stuff, but other countries now make really great stuff. I mean, for me, you know, I've, I, 
I would, I, you know, I, I would rather have a, uh, um, um, I'd rather have a Byron. Yeah. If, if yeah. somebody offered me a, a Cuban and a Byron, I would probably take the Byron because I know that's going to be a consistent, awesome, totally awesome performer. Plus, those are aged for you. Yeah. And you don't have to go out and buy a box of Byron and have them sit in your humidor right. for two or three years. They're already nine years old when you get them. Right. They are straight out of the box. Very good. Yeah, but, fantastic. But I'll also add, one of the newer Cubans that came out was the Vigueros. Yes. That's more of a budget Cigar. And it's a machine-made cigar too. Y- yeah, some it, of them. Some, and it's it, but it, but it does have flavor. I, I yeah. bought a pack of four. I think it was twenty-two euros. It's so, not bad. No, five bucks a stick. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, and it was I, and it was good. If Cubans do come to the states, I think that's going to be one of those brands that'll fly off the shelves because right. of that price. Right. You what know, about uh, what about you? For me, I really enjoy. Man, I just. I, I love the Monte Cristo uh, number four, the mm. small, the small, the small yeah. guys. Little Corona, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. little Corona there, the petite Coronas. And uh, I, I had a box of those a long time ago, and I finished off the last of them probably maybe six months ago. But uh, I just really love that size. I like a smaller cigar anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the Monte Cristo, they have a nice, you know, medium plus body, a nice real natural sweetness on the wrapper mm-hmm. that I enjoy with a cup of coffee. That's just a yeah. nice, solid, yeah. consistent yeah. smoke. Nice. Yeah, they, they do. There's a difference in in the tobacco that you just taste. There's a, mm-hmm. when, when you have a good one, there's a richness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that... Uh, that's just very distinct when you're smoking when you're smoking a Cuban. And but they all, right. and they all have at least I interpret it as a mustiness. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. uh, the defining quality of Cuban tobacco is a kind of musty flavor, not in a bad way. It's just you right. don't taste that in any other cigars from any other country. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you, know, you, sure, sm- you can smell it too. Right. Right, and that, I think we, we touched on the, that musty, musky smell where, where I, I was saying it was more of like walking into one of those old wine cellars. Or, yeah, yes. yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's that, that type that of smell. Of, it's yeah, not offensive. Exactly. No. It, but it, it's really nice. And um, it's unique. Now, on the – so the hammer and sickle that we're yeah. smoking now, the, the Moscow City, mm-hmm. uh, mine's getting – it's starting to dry my now palate. you're getting the, now, now you're I'm dry. getting a little bit, little bit more dry. It's still the, the burn He's is still, fa- still <laughs> it's still it's still burning well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the there there is a, there is a richness to it, mm-hmm. but it, it's been um, yeah, and I hate saying one dimensional, but it, it's it's kind of been you know the same thing going going through from start to finish right now. Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, there's nothing that really jumped out as you know a, a flavor profile, so to speak. Okay. Dan, um, the the burn and construction of this has been great. You know that you know as we noticed before, the ash was flaring out a little bit. Um, now it looks like it's a little bit tighter. Um, kind of a charred oak kind of a flavor to this is what I'm getting now. Some pepper, um, that almond that you're talking about. Yeah. I could I can see that too. It is the the flavor is staying very even mm-hmm. all through the. All through the thing, and and uh, um, you know, definitely a medium, medium plus, medium For sure. plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. Anything, anything new out of yours? Uh, finishing up for me, it's been fairly consistent since the, I'd say the start of the second third. Not a whole lot's changed. I probably have another a good three inches left. 
Uh, but right now, it's still it has that kind of dry quality. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it, for me, that's not offensive. That's just something that I expect to come from Dominican tobacco. Right. right. Um, uh, following that, there's a little bit of a, a you know kind of a, a cedary note, almost yeah. like a driftwood type of flavor. Uh, also, backing that is a nice earthiness with a slight bit of leather to kind of smooth that out just a little bit. And I know I taste with leather. I, I, a got, lot. I, I got the driftwood. Yeah. I got but, the driftwood again. Yeah, the driftwood, yeah, the driftwood okay. again. I just, I just, I licked a lot of but, wood when I was. But the a driftwood, kid. the driftwood, the driftwood is the saltiness. Yeah, you know, yeah. And there's, I think that's what kind is, of There's drives, a salty yeah. quality to this. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's a better way of putting it than driftwood. It's, well, it's just, just my yeah. childhood. <laughs> no, but that, but that's look, it, look, just like the Jello is not necessarily a flavor <laughs> you're going to read in any any of the publications. Driftwood may not be there, but that's what you associate it with. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's that saltiness. It's an association. Yeah, it's an association. Yeah, and I can. That's. You know what? I'm just going to say it's salty from now on. That's that. You're that, salty. salty. I'm done talking driftwood. Forget it. You're a salty guy. Yeah. Well, let's get <laughs> salty into uh, dog. let's get into uh, a little bit of the you know back to back to Instagram social media. Uh, the pick of the you know pick of the week um, for for a guy that I'd like you to to check out and follow. That's just putting out some great great shots, and I've been in communication with him, but he's at uh, Jared R I S. He's out of Seattle. Uh, unfortunately, he's a Seahawks fan, but um, <laughs> but he's putting out some great shots. Okay, yeah, definitely. So it's J A R E D R I S. Um, but yeah, putting out just some. I mean, again, great angles, great color, great mm -hmm. lighting. And uh, again, we touched on this before the show that you're getting more involved in Instagram, yeah, because we can filter through all the BS that's that's out there that is on other social media forums. Right. right. Um, this is more of an appreciation for. The pictures that are out there. Yep. Yeah. You very know. good. Absolutely. So he, yeah, he's he's putting out some some great shots. So definitely check check him out. And make sure you use the hashtag the ashholes. The, yeah. On everything. If you want us on everything. Yeah. I don't care what you're seeing. Cats, dogs. If you want kids, us to see it. Yep. If your kid's an asshole, let us know. Now, where and can we'll, they where we'll can they follow you, picture. for instance, on on uh, Instagram? I'm at Havana underscore daydreaming. No G, just daydreaming. Havana daydreaming, yeah. and I'm at the Sacred Smokes. And I am at the underscore cigar underscore scoop. So you can find all three of us on Instagram and be mm -hmm. sure to follow the Ashholes Instagram yeah. radio. Yeah, Ashholes uh, radio. Ashholes radio. And uh, also I'd like to touch upon one last thing before we take off, and that is this Cigar Authority. You know, that kind of popular show, Jeez. but not really. Yeah. Uh, next We're so week, much better than them. On <laughs> better on, looking. Yeah, <laughs> far better looking. Uh, but uh, on Saturday's show, live from noon to two, we are going to be talking about all the different cigars of the years that all the different cigar publications and media outlets have been amping up for the last few months. Uh, we're going to be talking about their choices. I believe Cigar Aficionado is going to be coming out with theirs yep. uh, on the 17th for the number one spot. Uh, same with Half Wheel and all the other guys with their top rankings of uh, 2016, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. So we're going to touch upon that. Uh, we're going to be smoking a couple different cigars, and I won't mention them just yet, but we are going to be smoking some cigars on the show. Exciting. And everybody better light up along. With us at that time. Well, well I can't I believe uh, I can't believe we're at the point that it's over. But I'm I'm going to say uh, you know for for putting it out there for the uh, Moscow uh, city by Hammer and Sickle. I'm uh, I think I'm going to go with a three quarter thumbs up. I'm I'm almost there, but uh, you know still still questioning. I'll, I'll go to a few more, but uh, I'll definitely I'll go three quarter. Three quarter. Three quarter. The, quarter. Angle, three quarter. the, angled, yeah. thumb. the angled thumb. The angled thumb. I'm okay. going to go with the thumbs up. Okay, I'm going to go an angled thumb too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go the angled thumb. Absolutely. And not, not over the top. Not over the yeah, top, yeah, right. but okay. absolutely We've worth We've invented the... a new thumb rating, the angled <laughs> thumb. The, the angled <laughs> thumb. The crooked thumb. Yeah. The crooked it. thumb. Right. So what are we going to do next week? Oh, so next week, I, I think we're gonna, going to deviate away from um, oh. th- yeah, deviate away from the size that we've mm-hmm. been going to a lot of the Toro. Um, I, I love Lanceros. Sweet. And I want to go back to the uh, Tatawahe. Yes. Lancero. Yes. Tatawahe brown There's, label. Yeah, the brown Lancero. label, yep. brown label, the, the classic that will be around. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Definite, right? Because that was prior to the uh, predicate date. Yep. yep. Um, so that, that will be around. But, yeah, light up. Uh, and be sure. When, so if, if you're out there and you're going to grab this cigar to smoke with us, remember that five minutes before on Facebook Live, we will be lighting up because right. we're, we're limited limited in time. I mean, it's right. already, the show's already over. Yeah, right. it's We're probably off air. It's a quick hour. We're already at four, yeah, we're. an hour and a minute, so. Right. Oh, okay. But yeah, let's grab that. Let's grab yeah. the Lancero. Yeah. And I think we good. may have to uh, grab a few of those just to put aside for next week, just in case, you know, people are watching the show and storm all the stores and pick exactly. up all the right. Lancero's left, just in case. You never know. But anyway, that's kind of it for the show. We would like to thank right, you guys once, once again for joining us on this week's episode of The Ashholes. And I hope that you will find us on theashholes.net. Be mm-hmm. sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. We're everywhere all the time. And don't forget to check out The Cigar Authority live Saturdays, noon to 2. And uh, guys, we'll see you back here next week, as always, live from 4 to 5. At theashholes.net. Theashholes.net. Gentlemen, guys, we will see you later. Thanks for tuning in. 